0: Canada HR News on March 27, 2023. I'm Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, we talk about provincial employment news, pay transparency, artificial intelligence, and other topics. Stay with us to get the latest HR updates. The minimum wage for Canada's federal employees will increase from $15.55 to $16.65 per hour on April 1, 2023. The Consumer Price Index rose 6.8% in 2022. According to the government, the increase will help make life more affordable for approximately 26,000 Canadian workers who earn less than the current rate. Federally regulated private sector employers must adjust their payroll information with the new rate to ensure workers and interns are paid correctly as of April first. Where the provincial or territorial minimum wage rate is higher than the federal minimum wage, employers must apply the higher rate. The federal minimum wage applies to the federally regulated private sectors, including banks, postal and courier services, interprovincial air, rail, road, and marine transportation. The Manitoba government is increasing minimum wage twice in 2023. The wage will go up from $13.50 to $14.15 on April 1st and to $15.30 on October 1st. These increases project Manitoba to be top three in provincial minimum wages. According to the government, the legislated inflation-tied formula ensures minimum wage is tied to economic indicators to maintain purchasing power, stability, and predictability for businesses. Following the October 1, 2022 minimum wage increase, The Manitoba government implemented the Small Business Minimum Wage Adjustment Program to support small businesses. The program's eligibility has recently expanded to include seasonal employees and the application and submission process has been streamlined to allow eligible small businesses to make a single online application to receive a one-time lump sum payment. The program is available until March 31st. Ontario is set to end a program that gave workers access to three paid sick days related to COVID-19. The government states that Ontario has now achieved one of the highest vaccination rates in the world, and consistent with the sunset date for the program, it will expire effective March 31, 2023. The province first announced the Temporary Sick Leave Plan in the spring of 2021 to minimize workplace spread of COVID-19. Under the program, employers are reimbursed by the government for the paid leave days. Eligible workers can receive up to $200 per day for up to three days for pandemic-related absences like testing, vaccination, isolation, or caring for relatives who are ill with COVID-19. Ontario's Labour Minister said that the programme has served more than 500,000 workers. According to the Canadian press, a spokesperson for Premier Doug Ford said the programme will not be replaced with another. But the government will continue moving forward with its plan to provide portable health and dental coverage to workers without paid sick days. Portable benefits would be tied to workers instead of employers and could better support worker mobility, help businesses attract workers and make their futures less uncertain. The program is intended to cover workers in the gig economy, retail and hospitality, who don't have benefits, and accommodate people who may change careers throughout their lives. In Nova Scotia, frontline nurses working for publicly funded employers will soon get a bonus of up to $10,000. They will be eligible for another $10,000 retention incentive next year if they stay in the system and sign a two-year return of service agreement by the end of March 2024. The province will also pay a $10,000 incentive to nurses who have left the publicly funded system if they agree to come back and sign a two-year return-of-service agreement. To qualify for this incentive, they will need to agree to take a publicly funded position by March 31, 2023. Other healthcare workers, including paramedics, telehealth staff, respiratory therapists, continuing care staff, and other, will receive a retention bonus of up to $5,000 in the coming weeks. According to the government, about 11,000 nurses and nurse practitioners will be immediately eligible for a $10,000 bonus. 44,000 people work for publicly funded healthcare and disability support program employers and will get the $5,000 retention bonus. CBC reports that the East Coast Music Association is providing mental health support to their musicians. The program is called Sound Minds, and it is offered in partnership with the Mental Health Foundation of Nova Scotia. A survey done by the East Coast Music Association in 2018 found members reported having mental health issues at rates higher than Canadians. They also faced barriers in accessing mental health care, and many reported that they lived below the poverty line. The precarious nature of the work, the isolation and disconnect from friends and family that musicians can experience by being on the road for their work and missing out on important life events such as weddings, funerals, and birthdays, all negatively impact their mental health. Erin Williams, a clinical social worker who runs the Sound Minds program, said around 90 musicians have used the program's one-on-one counseling. Some have told her they were having suicidal thoughts and the programming saved their lives. Sound Minds also includes support groups for women in the music industry and another group for individuals living with addictions or who are concerned about substance use. The first step for musicians from Nova Scotia to get support from Sound Minds is to send an email to wellness at ecma.com. The government of Alberta has announced a $30 million investment in Alberta Machine Intelligence Institute to build Alberta's AI talent pipeline, accelerate research, and grow the AI ecosystem. The Alberta Machine Intelligence Institute is a spin-off of the University of Alberta Computing Sciences Department. The province is planning to strengthen its position as a leader in artificial intelligence by growing the technology and innovation talent pool. According to NBC News, knowledge of GPT, or Generative Processing Transformer, is a hot skill. LinkedIn postings mentioning GPT increased by 51% from 2021 to 2022. Indeed says it saw a more than 140% jump in mentions of language model, another term related to AI writing systems, across its job postings in the last three years. The postings are some of the signs of how an influx of AI tools could change people's jobs. A study released this month by OpenAI and University of Pennsylvania researchers found that 80% of the U.S. workforce could have at least 10% of their work affected by GPT, and nearly one-fifth could have half of their tasks affected. AI-related tasks are becoming embedded in small but growing number of jobs that aren't directly tied to tech function. Job postings also show that organizations are now looking for candidates with the willingness to learn and adapt to new technologies. This suggests enthusiasm to experiment with new tools. Some schools have already banned ChatGPT from classrooms over cheating concerns, while some others are embracing it. A handful of recent job postings for history and philosophy instructors in the New York area say teachers will use ChatGPT. As a learning tool for secondary and high school students. Recent history shows some buzzy tech can trigger a hiring frenzy that fizzles out. Mentions of NFTs in job postings on Indeed peaked at 226 per million listings in April last year, before they fell to single digits in December as the market for non-fungible tokens faded. From February 2022, to February 2023, NFT-related listings on Indeed fell by 64%. It is still expected that ChatGPT will change the way we do work, but it likely will not revolutionize things overnight. Associated Press reports that U.S. employers are increasingly posting salary ranges for job openings, even in states where where it is not required by law. Following new legislation in New York City, California, Washington, Colorado, employers across the country are becoming more transparent about pay to stay competitive with companies in states that require employers to post salary ranges. A tight labor market and significant increase in remote work have also contributed to the rise in pay transparency. The number of U.S. job postings that include salary information more than doubled between February 2020 and February 2023. Advocates say it's a trend that benefits women and people of color who statistically fare less well in hiring negotiations. Rather than placing the responsibility on the job seeker or employee to determine how their pay compares to co-workers and what fair compensation might be, The laws shift that expectation to the employer. Accenture says it will cut 19,000 jobs over the next 18 months. This is one of the largest rounds of dismissals in a consultancy sector facing strong economic headwinds. The company said it expects to incur $1.2 in employee severance and other personnel costs, and will spend extra $300 on office space consolidation. The company also lowered its revenue forecasts. It is the latest sign of the economic uncertainty affecting consultancy, tech, and finance firms that has led firms to lay off staff and introduce hiring freezes. McKinsey says it plans to ax 2,000 jobs following a rapid expansion of headcount over the past decade while KPMG announced it had cut almost 700 professionals from its U.S. advisory practice amid slowing demands. Other, such as EY, are trimming their hiring targets by thousands. Accenture's announcement dwarfs those moves. Over half of the job cuts will affect people in non-billable corporate functions, including human resources, financial and legal departments. Amazon plans to eliminate 9,000 more jobs in the next few weeks. The job cuts would mark the second largest round of layoffs in the company's history, adding to the 18,000 employees the company said it would lay off in January. The company is now losing 27,000 employees. In the memo, the CEO stated the second phase of the company's annual planning process completed this month, and led to the additional job cuts. He said Amazon would still hire in some strategic areas. And this was Canada HR News on March 27, 2023. Please leave us a rating and a comment in Apple Podcast. You can also find us in Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms. For more information on the topics discussed today, See the episode description and connect with us on Twitter at HR News or LinkedIn at CanadaHRNewsPodcast.